Culture war rising. It's led by big tech and monster corporations influencing not only what you spend and what you buy, but what you think. The CEOs of Apple, Disney, Amazon, and other companies have injected their political views into corporations, global banks, and markets. And if you, your state, or charity disagree with their left-leaning values, you and they may face ridicule and financial retribution. Here to explain what is happening and why is Stephen Sukup. Mr. Sukup is vice president and publisher of the Political Forum and director of the Political Forum Institute. His new book is The Dictatorship of Woke Capital, How Political Correctness Captured Big Business. Stephen, it's a pleasure to have you with us. So before we get into Cook, Iger, and Bezos, others, tell us how Marxist socialist values actually embraced by capitalist CEOs became a priority for big business. Uh, well, it's uh, it's a long story. Uh, it's a fascinating story, and it's a, it's a sad story. Um, after World War One, uh, in the early 1920s, uh, a group of uh, Marxists in Germany, in Italy, throughout uh, Central Europe, uh, sat down to think uh, why their revolution never occurred. Uh, they had expected for the war to trigger the revolution; it didn't. Uh, and they had no idea why. And so they sat down uh, to ponder it. And wh what they figured uh, was that uh, most of the people in society, and particularly the workers, uh, were suffering from what they called false consciousness. They took um, education. They took uh, a lot of main mainline religion. Uh, they took entertainment. They took media. And the last standing uh, cultural institution in the West uh, was business. Uh, it was only a matter of time before they took business as well. Uh, and, and that's where we are today with uh, the cultural leftists finally getting their hands on uh, the final institution of cultural transmission uh, in the West. And, and this is hard to believe because actually these wealthy CEOs of these companies uh, have gained from capitalism. They're wealthy because of capitalism. So you mentioned how corporations used a divestment strategy to pressure the South African government into ending apartheid. Now, I reported on that many years ago from Johannesburg and Washington, and you don't mention it in your book, but tell us about the role corporations are playing in the BDS movement against Israel. Who's driving that? Well, um, who's the, the same people who are driving that, who are driving most of uh, the anti-Zionism and most of, of the aggression uh, against Israel. Um, and that's activists, political activists. Um, the difference is that some corporations uh, are susceptible uh, to the pressure placed upon them uh, by these political activists. And to be honest, it doesn't matter what their political views are. They need to satiate and to quiet uh, the uh, protesters. So um, we get a situation where uh, an outside influence is affecting the way a corporation behaves, and in this case, uh, affecting their behavior toward Israel. You mentioned Apple's alliance with Disney, how their CEOs use their corporate economic clout to hurt religious liberties legislation in Georgia and to punish the state of North Carolina over its law on the use of gender-specific bathrooms. So tell us about that, and is this a trend? More to come? Uh, certainly, I think there's more to come. Um, what we had, uh, I believe it's four years ago, uh, in the states of Georgia and North Carolina uh, were uh, policies that were passed by uh, the by the legislatures that were elected uh, by the people 
uh, and that were signed or threatened to be signed uh, by the uh, duly elected executives of the state uh, that businesses decided they didn't like. Uh, and they stomped their feet and uh, threw a fit and said, if you go ahead and enact the democratic will of the people, we are going to punish you. Um, it came to a head uh, two years after that uh, in, in Georgia, uh, when the people of Georgia uh, elected a center-right legislature and a center-right governor uh, who passed and then signed uh, a fetal heartbeat law. Um, and the entertainment uh, industry in particular, uh, led in this case by Disney, uh, decided that they didn't particularly care for uh, the people of Georgia uh, exercising their political will that way. So they threatened uh, the Georgians. So when Bob Iger of Disney uh, and some of the other entertainment moguls said, you know what, I don't see how we're going to be able to do business in your state. What they were really saying was, I don't care about these 100,000 people who are employed uh, by my industry in your state. Uh, what I care about is getting my political way. Well, and I guess we're going to see this continue. It's really an anti-Christian, anti-Judeo-Christian uh, morals and values uh, at play here. So finally, quickly, how can people push back against this corporate political domination of our society? These CEOs have a lot of money, well, a lot I, of clout. Absolutely, they have a lot of money, they have a lot of clout, and uh, they have the backing of uh, the financial services industry, uh, which has gotten heavily involved in this over the past couple of years. Uh, the way to push back, I think, uh, is to inform yourself. Understand what's happening, uh, why it's happening, and who's making it happen. Uh, and then once you understand that, you can probably uh, make small changes in your life uh, to uh, direct the uh, money that you've earned in your life, that you're saving for your retirement, that you're saving for your kids' college education, uh, that you can make small changes to uh, utilize that more effectively uh, to cut off these uh, people who would use uh, your wealth uh, to advance their political ends. Okay, use their tactic, hit them in the pocketbook. Your book is The Dictatorship Absolutely. of Oak Capital. How Political Correctness Captured Big Business. Stephen Sukup, thank you for sharing your insights with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me.